grateful to have you guys here. So maybe Brian, you could tell us really quickly what you do for Front Porch and what Front Porch is. All right. Well, um, Front Porch Housing is a three-year supporter program, and we're just really trying to um, get people back up on their feet. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're scripture-based in that. So mm-hmm. we really want to make sure that we're building a firm foundation with our folks. Um, as for me, I kind of help everything run smoothly. Okay. Um, that can be from helping develop and build our supporter programs, supporting our staff as they do the hard work of living out life with each other uh, and live with, with our residents. Mm-hmm. Um, fundraising, volunteers, um, picking up bikes out in the courtyard, mm-hmm. all the sorts of things. People don't put their uh, bikes away? You know, surprisingly, 160 kids on property, and we get bikes left out. Wow. It happens. It wow. happens. Tell us a little bit about the context of Front Porch and how I mean, how many people are there. Tell us a little bit about the context. Yeah, so uh, Front Porch Housing on Cleveland Street, that's the apartment complex that mm-hmm. we have. Um, we're just shy of 400 people that live on property. Um, out of that is right around 160 kids. Mm-hmm. Uh in that, we have quite a few different categories uh, of people. So we have our Greenville Tech students. There's about 75 there. Uh, we have residents from World Relief. It's 11 families representing six different countries. Uh, we have partnerships with United Ministries, and they have several families that they're using their emergency shelters um, with. We have our supportive um, structure that we have in place. Uh, we just introduced a DSS room, um, and this is where kids can come in and they just need to get out of that office space. It gives the ability to uh, have a clean shower, a nice bed, wow. um, play on the playground, uh, that sort of thing. We have partnerships out there. So Jasmine Road, um, they actually have their candle factory um, on site. It is the best smelling room uh, (laughs) there. So please stop by if you're ever on campus. Uh, We have David's Table. We have Mosaic Inspire on campus. All of Grace Church's care and recovery team Mm -hmm. uh, is there as well. Um, Yeah, it's it's an eclectic group. Well, how did you even get into this? Um, Well, see what happened was... um, I, after about 20 years in, in management, I went back to school. I was a part-time stay-at-home dad, part-time old guy in college, and an internship came up, and I called, and was at Grace, and called Joey Altum, and he said, go talk to Leanne Cabin, and she's like, sure, you can go run a send camp, and so I was doing a send and playing with a bunch of kids for one summer, and then the next summer, I had about 400 hours that I needed to... Uh, to do and called Leanne back and she's like, yep, I got $400 worth of carpet cleaning. You can come and do. Bet you um, did. And so I, I stepped in and, and started cleaning carpet and uh, apparently I made a good impression and uh, lo and behold, here I am. Well, so we've been able to, you've, you guys are running front porch and it's just really interesting to hear some of the stories. Why don't you tell us a little bit about us? Uh, give us a status report of, you know, how long it's been since people have moved in, what's happening, maybe, you know, number of residents, kids. I know you talked a little bit about numbers, but just maybe just give us a little bit more of just a, a status report of what's happening at Front Porch. Yeah, so we have had the property and officially been Front Porch since May 6th. Um, so what is that, seven-ish months, give or take? I can't, I'm not good at math. That wasn't my, my degree. Um So in that time, I mean, we had residents from day one um, in there, and we've been slowly moving them them over, uh, moving people from our outside leases that were under Grace Church uh, and Grace Housing uh, into Front Porch, along with increasing 
our number of residents. Uh, I think yesterday I got the update and we have 1,800 applications since May 6th. Mm. Um, there's a lot of need out there. Um, and we have just been attempting to fill that. With that, we also, you got to remember, it's not just our, our apartments on Cleveland Street. Uh, we have a residence down in Anderson. Okay. Uh, we have, I think, six leases still in the upstate Greenville area. And then we just had three more houses come online in Spartanburg, which will house nine more people. Um, so front porch housing is, is a little more than just the apartment complex. And, and we're getting out there. Tell me about your staff and how many you have and what roles you have within your staff. Um, I think the last count we were about 18 people. Um, from, from that, we have our RAs, which are our college students that, that live on campus. They really help us out with the day-to-day, so lockouts, things like that in the middle of the night. Uh, they man our desks um, up at the clubhouse. Uh, we have our property manager, Victoria, who takes care of all that. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a lifesaver when it comes to that. We have our care coordinators. I've got three men and four women um, that they, they live life with our residents. So mm. they are involved in designing and running and following up of care plans and executing classes uh, of just kind of carrying that load. Um, we have Kimberly French, who has been fantastic at changing her job uh, from what it was managing our warehouse with, with Grace Housing to us going away from the warehouse and really mm-hmm. just engaging our residents and making the experience of moving in and getting all the belongings they need, painting walls, and just kind of whatever that experience side mm-hmm. of it is. Um, she's really stepped into that role um, there as well. Um, we've finally added an admin for me, um, which is fantastic because I'm always a little bit behind the ball mm-hmm. on a couple of things, but uh, we've really really caught up on that as well. So That's great. Leanne, anything you'd want to add to the staff and just what's happening and been happening since these last months? I think one of the great things about our staff is how diversified they are um, with their experience. We have a medical advisor in Sarah Brannon. We have the support of the care and recovery team. Mm. And so the ability to meet the needs of so many different individuals, it's not that everyone's coming in with one struggle, one story. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that we'll have folks coming from domestic violence, we'll have folks coming from addiction, We'll have somebody with chronic illness, and we're able to meet them where they are. Mm. Well, it seems like with the number of staff you've said, the number of residents, the number of kids, that there just must be so much happening. So could you give us some examples of ministry that's happening even with our members? Yeah. Um, so we've we've got a ton of things going on on Front Porch. Um, some of it is as simple as... We have members coming in that uh, our, our speed queen crew who used to to really be into the warehouse as that has changed, they still wanted to volunteer and they volunteer. I believe it's like two hours every Tuesday and Thursday. They're there, they're committed and they've been doing it for years. And what are they doing? Tell us a little um, bit. So it used to be just kind of the organization and cleaning and everything of the warehouse space. When we moved over, they took over our the store that we have set up where our residents are able to come in and, and get the supplies that they need. Um, and as that slowed down, since we're getting to capacity, um, they've adjusted. Now one of their main tasks is restocking our food pantry. And, and through that, making sure that some of our common areas are clean and tidy and, and just really looking presentable and are, are there for our residents to mm-hmm. use. That's great. Um, some of the other things is we have um, some great volunteers that, that have stepped up. Um, so Kevin and Mary Talley have stepped in and, and wanted to get involved in, in budgeting, um, which is a huge need. 
for us right now, financial educational purposes. Mm-hmm. And they stepped in initially just to, to work with one person and, and build up their budget. And next thing you know, they're ready to take on two to three other people um, working on budgets and, and decided there is even more of a need and they wanted to, to give back even more. And so now they have decided that they wanted to join us as missional residents mm-hmm. um, on our campus and, and truly give back. Uh, I think Kevin already had messaged me and is already able to drive the van, which is great for doing shuttle runs to mm. church, to regen, to the grocery store, mm. uh, which are all huge needs for us on campus. Um, That's great. How many missional residents do we have at the front porch? I think we're at 18 missional residents mm-hmm. on campus currently. And um, what is the responsibility of a missional resident? Man, that varies. Um, a lot of times, you know, the missional residents are there as a support structure um, at times that there's no staff around. Mm-hmm. But we also know that they interact differently because if they, when you live life on life in community, you are exposed to, to more of the actual true life. Mm-hmm. And so they're able to pour in from um, running Bible studies to forming game nights to helping babysit. Mm-hmm. Um, they have meals together. I mean, it's it, it can be across the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of our missional residents, when we had our water fiasco we're the first ones to respond and we're spreading ice melt and carrying belongings and helping with kids um other ones as fire alarms go off they're the first to respond so i i can't pinpoint exactly what Mm -hmm. they do but the easiest way to say it is it's life on life in community on premises Mm -hmm. that's great wow what are some of the goals that you guys have for the next six months Oh, I guess that's me again. Um, over the sex, si- next six months, I mean, we're looking Here, let's at, stop that again. I'll just yeah. say you just kind of, yeah. so what are some of the goals that you have over the next six months? So over the next six months, we are really looking at refining our process and some of the services that we offer. Um, we have learned a lot over this previous um, six, seven months on things like budgeting and, and financial planning and mm-hmm. the big need for that, uh, transportation. And we did not realize that we were going to walk into issues with cars as much as we are. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's actually been a, a team of volunteers. I think it's about 19 men from Grace Church that have volunteered to come and do work on, on premises to get cars up and running and wow. making sure they're driving safe. Um, you know, so it's a focus, focus on that, uh, a focus on our wraparound groups. So really caring for our residents with our outside community, focus on education. We know the only way that you're going to break the cycle is through education. And so we're really putting our money where our mouth is when it comes to that with our residents, with our, with our staffs, and, and reevaluating some of that. So those are some of our, our goals over the next six months is really refine what it looks like for three years and then executing on those. Uh, some of the other things that we have coming up is, I mean, we're getting close to a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we are going to do uh, seven days of celebration. So wow. the goal is to start off April 29th with a car show uh, there on, on campus over in the Greenville Tech property uh, and really highlight that, that automotive need. Because um, when you start looking at it, $800 for a set of tires, $200 for a battery, $150 for an alternator, mm-hmm. goes on and on and on. Um, so we really want to be able to, to look at that and allow people to have the ability to sponsor either one time or monthly giving. Mm-hmm. So $39.99 for... You donate that per month, that go can go towards oil changes. And you just commit to that each month. We know that's 12 oil changes over that time frame. Mm. So those are, that's going to be kind of our initial kickoff focus. 
and then we're going to drive it for those next six days. It'll be a different category that we're really going to focus on. All that information is going to come out soon. So again, get on our Instagram and our Facebook. That's my, that's my hit. Mm. Um, and then we're going to end it with the May 6th celebration. So we are going to have worship on campus. We're going to have full band, full hour, food trucks. I think we have two food trucks. We have two dessert trucks ready to go. We just want to celebrate with everybody. Um, I prefer to get a noise complaint, if possible, mm-hmm. um, by the number of people that we have out there mm-hmm. celebrating with us. That's great, man. That's exciting, man. It's just in a couple of days from when we will drop this episode. So if you're listening to this, then that's something to get involved in, absolutely. So how can people be partnering and praying? Um, that's a good question. Um, partnering through volunteer efforts. Um, every single person out there has a unique gift, has a unique voice, has a unique face that they can come together and, and speak into our residents' lives that, that I can't, my staff can't, uh, and some of the people that we have are just not able to. And so if you're able to partner in and bring that ability to, to speak your words. Um, we're looking for that in whatever capacity that looks like. Um, we're looking for, you know, monthly givers. We have 400 people we're trying to support in multiple different categories. Um, and some things that we did not predict were going to be there. So food insecurity, right? So how do we, how do we support that and, and really do that? Our supportive services, like we really need to make sure that those are funded so that this can keep going on and on and on. And so that we can break this cycle that we're in right now. So those are a couple ways of, of partnering. Uh, and if you're looking to pray, um, please just pray mm-hmm. the words you're given. None of them are wrong in that we carry our team carries our missional residents carry heavy loads on a regular basis. Mm. Um, so praying for peace, praying for God's will, um, praying that we're making the decisions, even the hard ones, because we have to make hard decisions day in and day out. Um, and some of them are very difficult for, for us to do, but we mm-hmm. also know that that's the right thing. Yeah. So, so pray for that. Pray for peace in, in people's lives. Pray for, pray for them as they go through their struggles. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so if you're a praying person, just pray. The Lord, mm-hmm. will, the Lord knows what you're saying. Mm, that's great. Well, I know that Leanne, you've been at this for a while before Brian got involved. So there's a lot that you've probably gleaned and there's probably, I would just love to learn some insights from you even over the last couple months. And just even in terms of just the supportive piece that front porch plays, like what have you learned? I think the primary thing I've learned is that trust takes time. Mm. And that is what we're doing is we're building community. We're building relationships and genuine relationship takes trust on both sides. Mm-hmm. So that that means effort. It means some days are really hard. It means some days are really rewarding. Um, one of the things that was unique is I recently had surgery and was just out. And I had multiple residents follow up with me, send me cards, mm. send me flowers. Um, and that just meant a ton, you know, to see that true relationship has been built. And relationship is both ways. So when we think of supportive services and what front porch housing is, it's not us coming in and solving the problem. Mm-hmm. It's us being in life with one another mm-hmm. and creating an environment with healthy relationships. And so it is, um, it's 
it's been slow. <laughs> you know, I mean, you come in and it takes time to build that. It takes yeah. time to build a relationship. Yeah, and, and for so, someone like you who gets stuff done, how, has that been difficult for you or? Yeah, you have to slow down. Yeah. <laughs> you have to slow down. Um, and so I think that is something to see is our, is our residents um, build trust with members and folks in the community coming in to serve and they get to see a new version um, of who God is through you. Mm. And that's going to look different from Chris and it's going to look different from Leanne. It's going to look different from Brian mm-hmm. because not one of us can reflect God fully. And so we need folks around to be able to meet that. Well, I appreciate you guys. This has been great and I'm glad that you guys could be on the show. So thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks Chris.